Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to another episode of Do Thanks Just Bought It, the podcast where we talk about what we just bought and what you might need to buy next. I'm your host, Caroline Moss, and today is a very exciting episode. It's our first ever listener episode. I invited Allie Piplinski, a original geezer, garden witch, Do Thanks listener, Patreon supporter, um, to join me as a guest today on on Do Thanks. Allie, I'm so happy you're here. Welcome. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, this is good. This has been like the highlight of my week. I've been looking forward to this. I'm very excited to talk to you. Do you remember? Did you start listening to the show from the beginning? I started listening specifically because you joined Mary and Allison on the American Girls podcast. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, yes. I love Caroline. I need to be her friend. I need to listen to her show. <laughs> A classic, a classic podcast. If you guys have not um, heard this podcast, it is so much fun. And I, I honestly showed up so unprepared for their questions because to be put on the spot to pick my favorite American girl and, uh, and then also to be told I could, if I could pick anything in the catalog, like what would I buy? Like, I just wasn't ready. You know, you'd think, my entire childhood would have prepared me for that moment. And I just, I froze. I was like, how could I possibly make a choice? Um, I don't even remember. I know I, I was a Molly through and through. Um, and I, you are, you were a Molly. Yep. Yep. Was gifted her, uh, for my sixth birthday from my, uh, grandma who sadly passed away this last summer. Um, so oh, wow. many, many childhood memories. And I live in the Milwaukee area. So our, we've taken many a pilgrimage to the Chicago, oh, <laughs> the my Chicago store and cafe. Amazing. I just passed, I just passed the American Girl Doll Cafe at the Grove the other day. And I was like, is it weird to go in there as an adult? I didn't, but I might go back. Um, the American Girl Doll world is still something that I keep sort of in rotation in my life because a few years ago during a, I think it was an Operation Santa Christmas fundraiser, someone asked for an American Girl doll and we ended up buying one. And I my mailing address must have gotten into the American Girl doll system. And now like every holiday mm. season, I get their catalog. And I it's like the, the excitement of getting the American Girl doll catalog, like still in 2022, yeah. <laughs> in my 30s, it just like it it like is so exciting. Uh and I love it. I I realized I didn't even throw this past years out. It's like in my bookshelf. Like I don't know why I'm <laughs> holding on to it, but I just like really felt really good about it. Um do you still have your Molly? I do. So I have a Molly that 
I grew up with who actually Santa replaced one year because my mm. like three-year-old sister at the time drew all over her. Wow, so Santa rude, took her to his workshop and brought a new, brought her back clean and yeah. fixed. Well, I'm so happy that you're a listener. I'm happy that that's how you found me because that uh, episode was so much fun to do of the American Girl podcast. Um, what, uh, has there any, okay, so tell me the big hits that either the podcast or Instagram or Facebook or anybody in the community has recommended that you bought that you were like, oh my gosh, this is the best thing ever. I want to hear like some of the, uh, the favorites in your arsenal. Ooh, there, okay. There's a lot of things that I've like added to cart, but not necessarily have like pulled the plunge on. Okay. Let's hear about it. And at the same time, all of those things have fallen out of my brain at this exact moment. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like, this is when they were they were like, "What American Girl doll like thing would you buy from the catalog?" I was like, "Why can't I think? I know this so well. I can't get there." Okay, you think about it. We can come back to that. I will say anything car related has been top of mm-hmm. mind lately. Okay, um, and now that I think about it, because I have this, it's. Level 10 terrible um, car garbage can that, like, hooks over the seat. Mm-hmm. And it's awkward and cumbersome. And, like, for how bulky it is, it doesn't have a lot of room. Interesting. So I'm like, okay, I need to go back and find the ones that you and Kate Spencer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, talked about because this is not worth thinking and my front seat is just filled with garbage (laughs) i know that's the thing about like the cars like you don't want to feel like you live in a garbage can and it's so easy in a car for it to go from zero to garbage can very quickly i feel like the garbage has like made me feel like a real luxury bitch just like having a bag for trash in my car has elevated that experience do you spend a lot of time in your car because like a lot of that conversation was revolved around the fact that kate and i are like in our cars constantly. It's like a second home. But like, how often are you driving? Do you commute to work? Like, what's your what's the deal? Yeah, so I commute to work every day. But it's only like a 15 20 minute each way. Okay. But okay. I don't know, still, I'm filling it's up at the important. gas station all the time. I don't know where it goes. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. And you are a member of the Patreon. Are you an early 2000s reality lover? So, yes, but like in retrospect in this weird mm-hmm. way, because okay. at the time, I, I mean, I was born in 93, so I was still pretty little, but Maybe. looking back now, especially after, this is the thing that I'm going to talk about forever, Jessica Simpson's memoir, open book, the best thing ever. The best thing ever. <laughs> like the so freaking good. book ever. Like literally at the Moby Dick of our time, like the best piece of literature to hit shelves in our lifetimes. It's so good. And that got me on a train of rewatching episodes of The Newlyweds, which no mm-hmm. one should ever willingly do. <laughs> and Nick Lachey is a menace to society. And 100%. Yes. Should be locked up. But that's yep. another story. Yeah. Do you watch Love is Blind? Like, have do you have you come full circle on like the Nick Lachey repertoire that. of That's reality television? I, okay. See, I'm with you. I've never seen an episode. I can't do it. I can't do it. 
It's too and much. I've seen the joke of like, obviously, I'm Nick Lachey, like how he introduces himself. And I'm like, no, you're obviously a monster. <laughs> um, yeah, you're stop. Jessica Simpson's horrible ex-husband. And that's how we refer to you. You don't have a name. Um, yeah, the episodes of Newlyweds are so painful to watch for like so many reasons. And of course, you know this, but like, for those of you listening who do not subscribe to um, Nobody Asked, which is the Patreon podcast, Nora McInerney and I host, uh, where we rewatch 90s or sorry, early 2000s reality shows and sort of reflect back on them. Newlyweds was the first one we covered. And like, I remember like, you know, you you've heard us talk about this, like just it was so at the time watching it, I felt like, oh, wow, this is so I want this. Like, I want a marriage that looks like this. And then you look at it as an adult. You're like, oh, this is red flag central. This is like the this is everything I would not want in a partnership. Like, it's like you look at Jessica and you're like, Jessica, are you OK? Like, blink if you need me to drive to Calabasas and like pick you up. Like things don't you get sound someone to good do your laundry. There. You can hire yeah, right. a maid. It's fine. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. We will. We will allow you with your many millions to hire someone to do your laundry. We will not shame you for that. Yeah, it was. It's just really crazy to watch and even crazier to know that they like willingly put themselves on camera. Yeah, and, like, I think it, like, it just comes down to like the nature of reality TV being so new and like how even yes. like like lack of production <laughs> and so as much as yeah. like they're kind of trying to like later on they're trying to get like oh like buffalo wings are made of buffalo or whatever like they're trying to right recapture the chicken noodle or chicken yeah, of the sea, chicken whatever of the it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yes which all of that too is so much more heartbreaking to read about that she thought that everyone would think like, oh, I'm like being clever and funny, but everyone just assumed she was a dumb blonde. And then obviously Nick believes that she was stupid because he looks yes. at her like not getting that it's a joke either. And yeah. I'm like, okay, it's one thing for me watching this as a seven-year-old and yeah. it's one thing for me watching this now, <laughs> but like you're her spouse. How much does that yeah. get hurt? Yeah, exactly. Like he should be the one being like, oh, you're so funny. Like you're, you're like, she's always like this. And like, that's her sense of humor. And like, I love that about her. Even if he was lying, just like take one for your wife, like take one for the team. Yeah. But he looks at her like he's the, she's the dumbest person on earth. And there I am being like, this is like an iconic, like hashtag relationship goals. Like, no wonder we all ended up like, so fucked up because I was looking at this being like, oh, it's so funny. Like she's so dumb. And he's like, babe, you're so dumb. And I was like, I want that <laughs> for some reason. It's crazy. I also, I don't know what it is, but like watching any of the early 2000 stuff, it just gets in my brain that I'm like, this is us like maladaptively coping with 9-11. <laughs> Yeah. America. I yes. have a whole thing about how American Idol is actually like a weird, like trauma bonding experience. I think you're. I think you're absolutely right. I think you're so right. It was yeah, American Idol, right? American Idol. Like we're all gonna come together and we're gonna sing. She some Kelly songs. was literally voted the winner September fourth, two thousand two. That's right. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. So like not even a year out. And we're like, this is our idol, which I mean, it's yeah. fair like she is. But she's still uh, and, and thank God, though, because Kelly Clarkson is still like so great, like so wonderful. I don't know if you caught. Um, yeah, imagine if I like just, Taylor Hicks was the first. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Like, right. No one exactly. would remember him. No one would care. Exactly. Or, or like Philip Phillips. Or like, who else was there? I can't even remember one. It's like, thank God it was Kelly. Kelly was what got this country through its darkest days. Um, and Kelly's still so good. I just saw a TikTok of her this morning. I guess they that Anne Hathaway was on her show and they were playing like, I don't know, like sort of some like name that tune game, but it was Kelly Clarkson's like show band playing a song and then someone had to sing it first and they sang they started playing like dun 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 and then Anne Hathaway starts going since you've been gone and like Kelly didn't know it was her song like Anne Hathaway <laughs> got it before she did and then Kelly like falls on the floor and it was so charming and so lovely to see and you're so right like there's so few people we can still say had like a really solid 20-year run in in the fame world Taylor Hicks definitely not one of them but Kelly Clarkson, America's Idol, truly, truly. George Bush, George Bush could never, and I'll say that. <laughs> and I think, I mean, George Bush could never. Uh, um, but yeah, I think like that post nine eleven uh, chaos of trying to program television um, against like the news. In, yes. in a it just was like and it and Which reality is also a little bit insidious. My like tinfoil hat oh, is on with that, but I also don't think it's that far off. And then no, I think I that's think... too where like all of the teen programming, not to give too much away from the Patreon show, but no, like fine. everything Laguna Beach is like about like young and like fresh and new, and also like worry about this and not anything over here. I think that is I think that that is so not tinfoily hat at all. I think that's actually pretty true. I think that like there are so many conversations that are done in boardrooms where they're looking at numbers and profits and money and celebrity and the st the mood of the world. And I think also like the pandemic probably brings back a lot of that um, mm -hmm. for those same people in those same boardrooms and now Zooms, those board Zooms. Um, because it's it's a collective thing that everyone is experiencing and it just ha that happens so rarely. And so it's kind of like all those it, it has that same feeling um, of like when right in the beginning of the pandemic, like by April 15th, by Easter, remember there were all those like weird commercials for like Mitsubishi where it was like, when this is over will be here. And it was like, it was like very yeah. like, okay, how did you guys do this so fast? But then also no one really knew when this was going to be over. And now of course we know it's not over never. yet. It <laughs> probably won't be for what, like literally never, but it was like this weird, like, and then by Christmas, all the commercials pivoted back to like hanging out at home and eating Doritos with your family and no one was wearing masks like in those commercials. And like, I just imagine the chaos of trying to find like industry trends and what they should be focusing on and what people want to see and how they want it to mm -hmm. be communicated to them. Like, I never want to do that job. That seems really stressful. Like I did, I 
feel for the people who on March 26th, 2020 had to sit on a phone call and be like, how about when this is all over, we'll be here. And they're like, perfect. That's great for the Mitsubishi ad. Like, I think I would have like truly lost my mind and like just been like end call, quit my job, like done, done. Well, it's fun because I've been on those calls and, and I Shut did quit up, my job. Allie! Allie! <laughs> it took a Allie! lot longer, but. Oh my God, Allie came up with the Mitsubishi commercial. Allie, not tell Mitsubishi, us everything. but an, an, okay, a nameless right. former employer. <laughs> Smart to not mention on the pod, on the public podcast. Tell us a little more. What what was what happened? Oh, what didn't happen? <laughs> um, yeah, come on, give us give us the tea. Give us the tea. Okay, so the nature of the business okay. was like hands on in person events. Okay. And so obviously like you like you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> during the yeah, pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, we're all gonna get in a crowded room and like <laughs> do this activity. Right. And um there there had been problems there for a long time. Okay. That COVID just made like a million times worse, which I think okay. is true for a lot of people. And then a bunch of other things happened that I won't get into. And I just was like, I'm quitting my job today. Um, but you do you are working right now, right? I am everything I did am work a out. Office manager for a financial advisor. It's great. Super boring. But you're not forced to try to pretend like there is a way to do in-person events during a pandemic. Right. I just help the rich get richer. So, I mean, it's a fair trade-off. Congrats to everybody involved. Um, So, Allie, speaking of the rich get richer, speaking of spending money, speaking of the pandemic, what is your shopping – what have your shopping habits been like in the last two years? I don't go into stores anymore, which is crazy. Like, everything, if I can curbside pick up it, it's getting curbside picked up. Uh, online nice. shopping, obviously through the roof. Although that had already been the case for a long time, because as a plus size person, they'll have clothes for you, but not always in store. And so then you get to do the fun, buy stuff, try it on at home, and deal with returns later. That old navy cycle always going. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> I, I like can't think of the last time that I like went and walked around. Target just to like really? go and walk around Target. And mm-hmm. I mean, if I have to be, I guess I don't have to be, but if I need to be wearing a mask, like then I can't drink my Starbucks while I'm doing it. So, Ooh. like, what is the purpose? So, like, even? so the experience feels tampered with. And yeah, yeah I get that. Do, do you miss the pre March 2020? routines or do you feel like you've really settled into uh you know a, a pickup parking lot space instacart sort of lifestyle yeah i think so cuz i think like i've just developed other hobbies especially uh-huh. like oh like board games and like reading and things offline because then it was like okay too like too too much online Mm. And then so I was like, all right, let's make this a little bit analog again. And then (laughs) 
or even still, it's like, okay, if I'm going to go somewhere and do something, like, I want to mm. be outside in fresh air. And Good thankfully, I live in an area that's – it's the suburbs, but it's not super, like, densely populated. That's – yeah. So to go for a walk is – like, okay, I'm going to walk down by the lake that's, like, a five-minute yeah. walk from my house rather than, awesome. like, a, COVID, a giant COVID box. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Wow, that's so cool that, like, your response to this was, like, let's get outside and start hobbies. And mine was, like, let's buy things. So Well, there was plenty of that, too. I mean, moderation. <laughs> a little bit of sure. everything. Sure, sure, sure. What was the your favorite purchase that you made in uh, the comfort genre? Like, especially in those beginning six months when everyone was like, soft clothes, you know, stuff for my house, stuff to make life a little easier at home since I'm never leaving again. Do you have something that you bought that you were like, this was a great idea? So I'm not sure how this is going to sound. Mm -hmm. So my condo association has a pool. And so Mm -hmm. that first summer we did open and let everyone use the pool outside. Okay. Um, We cut the capacity in half. But also like right as summer was starting was at the same time that we were learning like, okay, it doesn't like the virus doesn't live on surfaces anymore. So like to put yourself on a beach chair and we're like – it's in chlorine. Like, this has got to kill everything, right? Right. Um, right. And it's not going to end. We didn't – and we were just learning that, like, it, the outdoor transmission was, like, really low. And so – and also most of the <laughs> other – most of my neighbors, probably 50%, if not more, is elderly people. So unless they have grandkids come to visit, which they did not that first summer, mm-hmm. they weren't using the pool. So – a lot of comfort and fun went towards that. Um, Great. So like an electric blower upper for all of our Tubes. floaties and things. Mm-hmm. Total game changer. Yep. A nice cooler, a good speaker, of course, alcohol. <laughs> yeah, um, right. And then like a really nice um, quick dry towel. That feels like no other kind of towel. Like it's. I'm listening. I'm listening. Tell us more. Terry cloth. Is it one of those hand cloud towels? Is it those? It's very similar. It's called Dock and Bathe. But from what I can tell on the website, like it looks like it's got to be made of the same strange material because it's very thin and it's. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's they're not like quick dry. Pa- yeah, I was gonna say, are they like Turkish towels? But they're not even like Turkish towels. Like a little different. They have like a. Do they feel like kind of microfibery? No, because they don't even feel like they have like little fluffs or anything. Like it's almost like it's been like slicked down with something. I'm so interested. So I don't. I'm very- I. Like, I Truly don't know how to describe it. Are they they just for – so they're also like bath towels, right? Like there's – they sell them and you can use – like, you know – oh, oh, I'm looking at the texture of them. This is in – I'm going to buy one of these towels to try. I'm going to buy one of the ones that's on sale 
because I always need something for my car uh, for the, for beach trips in California. But they're I've almost, never seen a towel that looks like this before in my life. I'm sure everyone listening is like, what are you looking at? And I'll I'll include a link so you guys can see too. But I truly have never seen any. I can see the material in the photo and it's just like it does not register to me as something I've ever seen in a towel. Huh. Yeah. And so with that, then um, it's really great because like you get out of the pool you dry off and then put your towel down and it's ready and dry again for the next time you get out super quickly. Um, I mean, at, at some point, someone needs to reinvent the towel so that no one is buying like cherry cloth to- uh, cherry towels anymore because they just get soaked and then they never dry and then they smell which is like so annoying and gross to me. So it's like weird that we like continue as a society to purchase towels that have like really actual like functionality problems. How did you hear about Doc and Bay? Um, I think it was an ad that I got served and I was like, oh, interesting. But it was in like March. And then sure enough, someone on their their marketing team knows what they're doing because a couple of months later, as it's like actually warm enough and ready to open, get served another ad with like a discount. And so I'm like, oh, Perfect. they knew what they were doing. They deserve my money. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I will give you that. Yes. I do love when you go to those sites and you like add something to cart and you just like leave it there for a few days. And then they send you an email that's like, okay, we'll give you 50% off. And I'm like, I got you. I'm going to order this towel. I'm very interested. That the, the, um, the outdoor pool thing in summer 2020 was totally right on the money with what you said, like we were just learning that it was like kind of okay to be outside if it was at a distance, like you can, you know, you're not going to get it from the pool. You're not going to get it from the pool chair. You can stop wiping your pasta down. You can stop like, you know, I don't know, throwing your clothes into the wash. The second you get home from somewhere, you're going to get it by spitting on someone or talking very (laughs) close to someone's face. So you know, I have the the inflatable hot tub in my backyard. That was like my big best 2020 purchase idea. I got it before the pandemic, thank God. But yeah, I remember there were so, you could not find like a kiddie pool. You couldn't find like a blow up pool. You Everything on Amazon was like yeah. price gouged. Like if it was something that was under $500 that could go outside in your backyard, you could not find it. So I bet the towel companies were just like basking in riches that summer because it was all about anything outdoors. Mm-hmm. Coolers. I bought a cooler. I bought a speaker. All of that stuff. You're right. It was That was the summer of like if we if we're going to have any sort of semblance of a recognizable summer it's going to have to be outside we have to you know accessorize for the occasion i'm very excited to try this towel um which color do you have i got to know i'm thinking about sandalwood terracotta as i look I at the site i have the cabana blue stripe ooh fancy it's like very blue like and white. Ha- very Hamptons, very Nantucket. I like that. Yeah, perfect for southeastern Wisconsin. 
I always say that too. I'm like, it's so in Nantucket, it's so southeastern Wisconsin. Um, I love first of all, first of all, I love Wisconsin, but you can you can do a nautical theme anywhere. And I learned that from Vanderpump Rules because all of them have like this way to the beach Marshall's decor in their house. I'm like, you guys don't live anywhere near the beach, but that's another podcast. Um, okay, so last year's, I mean, sorry, summer 2020's purchases were all about pool and outside. What about summer 2021? How did that, how did that fare for you purchase wise? A lot of more of the same Mm -hmm. because then it was like, Hey, like I think the day, the day that I was two weeks out from my second dose was the day that the CDC announced that if you are two weeks out from your final dose, you don't need to wear a mask which I think in hindsight, we all know that was a mistake to come out and say that. (laughs) But um, it was just like, (laughs) oh my gosh, like everything's normal again until it was like, and at that point too, here, there was still like a long wait list before it got to the point that like more people were on the never getting it list than were on the want to get it list. Right. Um. I remember those two weeks in July here too. Yeah, <laughs> It was like, oh my God, it's over. Then they're like, oh my God, new variant. Put your mask back on. Like I went into like one store, like holding my mask and I just felt so uncomfortable. I immediately put it on. I was like, I can't handle this. Um, I think, I, I don't know. It, it, yeah. But didn't it, but didn't by mid July, they were like, forget it. It's over. Like, I mean, not the pandemic. I think, like, I think just everyone felt that way. That, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, whatever. School's going to come again. There's going to be regular flu season. Like, we'll just let right. everybody live it up right now. <laughs> I mean, it didn't last long, and then it didn't no. last at all, if you count the winter. Was the pool situation in your complex, like, more crowded in 2021, or was it more crowded in 2020? I, I just I wonder, I like, if same. people were, like, traveling. Yeah, Okay. I like that there's elderly people that only use the pool if their grandkids are there. That's like extremely my vibe, extremely my speed. I would like to live there. I want to be like at the pool. I I would die to live in a complex with a pool. Um, You're so lucky. I would literally be in that pool from like 6 a.m. to like sundown. No one could pull me out of it. That's that's how Um, I feel. I'm like, I'm paying for it. Like, I better get my use out of it. Do you have a waterproof Kindle? Like, will you bring like a book down and just like I used to when I went to my friend's house who had a pool in New York uh in you know Westchester and the suburbs but like I used to spring up my Kindle and like get on a float cover myself in sunscreen and then just like read for hours and hours just floating in that pool I thought it was so nice yeah I'm terrified of dropping anything electronic into the pool even if it is waterproof water resistant um <laughs> but then yeah, I'll like you don't trust it. We'll bring straight up like library books and read them on the edge. Sure. And I'm like sure, sure, clearly sure. it's gonna be a bigger deal if I drop this. <laughs> <laughs> there you know, the waterproof Kindles really do can you know, they they do they're waterproof. Like I promise it's worth trying. Um, but I get it. It does feel a little counterintuitive to like they always say like the iPhone 13 can be like dropped in the pool up to 30 meters, and I'm like, I'm not gonna try. Like, I'm not going to be like, let's just see, because I know I'll be the one with bad luck and like it'll just die on me and they'll be like, sorry, it'll be another thousand dollars to replace that. I just don't want to go through that. 
I'm more concerned about like when I get back inside and I go to plug it in that like not all the water is going to be out and it's going to just like explode. Right. And be a yeah. little like and you're gonna electric. Be like- currents running through your hand like yeah exactly the big shock okay so Allie I know you did not bring the dock and bay towel to the show specifically but tell us what you did bring to the more I think about this I'm like not sure if it's lame or not (laughs) because I'm like nothing is lame (laughs) no I no I'm actually excited to hear about this so I want you to tell me about it and also nothing is lame like we all buy things that we love. That's the whole point. It doesn't have, it's, if it's not lame to you, it's not, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, go tell us about it. Yeah. So I bought the, an annual membership to the outfit formulas, which is capsule wardrobes for each season. Mm-hmm. They're curated capsule wardrobes. And then there's, Four that come out over the course of so a is year. it is it actual clothes or is it formulas? It's formulas. Okay, so, so tell me. I'm so per- I'm looking at their website right now, and I'm I'm like thinking like this is genius. So how did you like? Yeah, tell us everything. How did you find them? Why did you feel like you needed them? Let's hear it. So I don't know how to dress myself. Like I know how to put on Fair. clothes, and I know yes. that like how to coordinate things but as far as like style or any sense of like okay beyond like a shirt and some pants or maybe a dress and some shoes that coordinate like I don't know it just doesn't come natural to me and I Mm -hmm. without like seeing like what a mannequin's wearing in a store and being like all right and purchasing that exact outfit and then I'm like cool, now I have this outfit and, like, the same eight leggings and six tunics that I always wear. So... Yes, I hear not that. actually, I like, you. this is not sustainable. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is where... Well, so, another point of this was that I was getting rid of a ton of clothes mm-hmm. that just don't fit, aren't my style anymore, I've had for forever, or I just, like... I never thought that I would say that, like, I have too many pairs of plain black leggings, but I have too many pairs of plain black leggings. <laughs> I have too many pairs of jogger sweatpants, and I somehow keep buying them, continuing to buy them. I get it. And especially over think- the last two years, it's like, yeah, what else were we bu- – every time I went in to buy something clothing-wise that was, like, not a, sw- a matching sweatsuit, I somehow still walked out with a matching sweatsuit. So, like, I get it. Like, you needed – it wasn't going to come from you. You had to find it elsewhere. Yes. And so I can't remember exactly where I think. So I'm a big fan of the Lazy Genius podcast and the Lazy Genius community. Mm-hmm. So plugging Kendra Adachi and the that podcast and that community. It's amazing. Uh-huh. And I think someone in the community in that Facebook group asked about like, makeup which is a whole other thing that I get very stressed out about and they a comment suggested get your pretty on which is kind of the sister component to the outfit formulas sure sure and so yeah I think I looked on the website and was like oh, okay neat cool but like still not ready to deal with makeup <laughs> 
And so, but saw the outfit formulas and was like, hmm, this is interesting. And this was a, this was maybe, this was like pre-pandemic. Okay. And so I think if you were to, well, no, I'm not going to say that. Um, you can very easily find like a capsule wardrobe for travel, for fall, for any season, for spring. Right. You could just um, Google that and it would show up it. a Pinterest photo, a blogger's yeah. blog. Yeah. What makes this different worth paying for? And so I would say the major difference is that one, the sourcing is taken care of. So if you want the exact pants mm. and dress and whatever, here here it is. And here's also That's like six different one. versions. Oh, cool. And is it um, is it inclusive size-wise? Is it like – Very much are, so. Okay, that's great. Because usually you get to these things and they're like directing you to places where like the biggest size just like is a 12 or a 14 and it's like not necessarily helpful to everybody. Yeah, and it – it but the other thing too was that it, it really encourages – like very much so encourages you like shop your closet first. And mm-hmm. so in kind of – and then because I'm who I am – I <laughs> printed out like the packet that you get, <laughs> the PDF packet you get, and, and you like, had it, it laminated. <laughs> and so, and oh my I god, Allie! To, like look, Allie! <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay, so they send you like the, uh, like a deck, like so you pay for it. It costs. I'm looking at the site right now. It's not, it looks like it costs like you know, about 40 bucks per season, or if you buy like all four seasons at once, there's probably a discount. Yeah. And then usually you can get like a $10 off your first one or. Sure. So they sent you a deck and you printed it out. I did. I had Office Max bind it and laminate it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. This is like they like living my dream. I I all I ever wanted as like a child was like a binding machine. I wanted to bind everything. I like just like love school supplies. Um, okay, can you show it to me again? Like go through. I want to see. I actually think this is so cool. I don't think this is lame at all. This looks okay. genius. I just I just took the little quiz that was like, you know, what do you need? Because I also just like don't and I totally. Like to, there's like uh like. I think one of the bonuses that I got for buying the annual membership was like, here's a weekend getaway version with options for every season. And also like you only need to pack. Well, you only need to pack two pairs of pants, maybe two or three t-shirts. If it could get me to pack without crying, it mm-hmm. would be worth it to me. I can't pack for shit. I bring like one shirt, 12 pairs of pants, the top of a bathing suit. I forget the bottom. I have one pair of underwear, but 19 socks. Like I'm the worst packer on earth. If this actually had a packing list, it would be worth it. Okay. I'm looking at your bound and laminated booklet. This is so cool. So you took a quiz and they came up with this stuff. How? Okay. So I didn't actually take a quiz. Okay. 
I don't so know. So you've That's been doing it for a while. Like they a might have updated it. Sure, sure, sure. But um, yeah, so this is the – I'm showing Caroline the spring 2022 items that are in the capsule. And okay. it's like five pairs of pants, maybe like eight shirts, a couple of shoes, a couple of bags, a couple of hair accessories, some jewelry, and a couple of like layering pieces. It looks like there's a lot of color. It looks like there's a lot of different texture in there. Is that because you said you like that stuff or did they determine that for you? So this is what everyone gets. So this is like okay. one size fits all, but it's not one size fits all, but like everyone gets yeah, the same one. Okay. Okay. And then they do have their like little add-ons of like if you are like a winter or a mm-hmm. summer, like your coloring to kind of help you like go with a different color scheme. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I have not done that. <laughs> this is so cool. So, so do you consult this against your closet when you have to get dressed? Like how, how much so, of the stuff did you fe- feel like you already owned versus had to buy and update? So I I bought – so of all of these things uh, – well, I bought a lot of stuff because I got a little rid of a lot of stuff, but that was inevitable. <laughs> well, that's, that's but like – Exactly. You deserve. I you deserve. Own, Like I have dark wash jeans. I have light wash jeans. I have white pants. Yeah. I have gray pants. I have a – it's a navy and white striped dress, which – the formula calls for a neutral striped dress. I'm like, navy's neutral enough. That's nautical. It's neutral. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And this so, or like, I have white I t-shirts. It. I have a denim jacket. I have a... Um, did you feel like these were all white t-shirts that you loved? Like, did you have the white t-shirt that you like? Like, you know, you know, and it's like, okay, I have a white t-shirt, but I don't... It's not my favorite white t-shirt. Like, do you have a fave? Did you have... All the things that you already had, the denim jacket, you know, a pair of jeans that you love, the white t-shirts, were these things that you so I would truly like, things, like wearing? That's the, that's the other thing that I really love about the outfit formulas is that those things are like staples that you probably already do have in your closet. You probably already do have sure. a pair of light wash jeans. You probably already do have a pair of dark wash jeans. You probably have a plain white t-shirt that you can just use for layering. Um, yes. And right. then nothing serious, just like so we all a have lot a of these t-shirt. things will show up. It hasn't been released yet. It won't be released for a couple of months, but I bet like some of these t shirts are going to show up in the like it'll be the exact same shirt. Right. It'll show up in the summer or like Got these it. pants, they'll all show up throughout the rest of the year. Nice. Um, have you felt like it has how many seasons have you used? The outfit formulas. So this is my first specific to season. Okay. But one thing that I did get maybe a year or so ago was um, – it's like it's I think they still have it on their website. It's like the basic closet builder. Yeah. And so I've used that for 
don't know, probably a year, year and a half. And a lot of things in that basic closet builder are things that that's where like this, that's where like really the staples are showing up. Okay. I think this is so interesting. I've never heard of this. It's genius because everyone talks about capsule wardrobes. But if you're somebody who doesn't totally, and I'm with you, like I, I get dressed in the morning and I know how to get, I can get dressed for like events. Like that's easy. Mm -hmm. But like if I'm going out to dinner, I'm not really like thinking too hard. I would, I would like to be able to like see an outfit in my closet the way that people who know how to cook well can open the fridge and see a meal from ingredients. Like if I open the fridge, I just see like, okay, so there's carrots. There's like this kind of sauce like that. Like I could never like come up with a meal just by like seeing food. And I feel that way Mm -hmm. that a lot of people probably feel that way about their closets. Like I can't, I can't see an outfit when I look at all of these shirts and all of these pants, even though I know theoretically like things go with things, things don't go with other things. It's genius that, that this company, this person has done all of the work for you because we can do as much aspirational Pinteresting as we want, but it doesn't Mm -hmm. actually solve a problem that we're having. We're just like, Oh, I wish like you were, you're just projecting sort of like a desire to be someone who has a capsule wardrobe when you look at those things on Pinterest, but they're like, you know, where point B is Pinterest is point a, there's absolutely no line to get from one to the other. And this actually solves that problem. I think that that's like really smart. Um, yeah, most definitely. 
not necessarily like matchy matchy, but like coordinated, then I look yep. stupid. But then I see someone who's wearing like I have that same a bright problem. pink shirt and like a yeah. striped white and blue headband. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, those things aren't like matchy matchy, but it still looks good together. But I would never have thought to wear that or like style it that way because in my mind, I'm like, you're wearing pink. Pink is the focal color. Wear a pink headband. And right. so it's kind of those like little like you can get outside of your like yeah, you're your allowed to get outside of like the rules that you have somehow set for yourself. And not feel like an idiot and actually feel like, oh, this actually – no, like, this does work. You, like, now that I see it, I see totally. that, like, it does work. If, does that and make no sense? And no one – yes. And no one no, no one walking down the street is like, oh, my God, like, wow, that woman never wears stuff like this. And now – like, no one – I feel that way when I wear my contacts instead of my glasses. I feel like everyone is staring at me and everyone knows that I'm not wearing my glasses. <laughs> First of all, no one yeah. cares. Second of all, no one knows who I am. Third of all – like, no one knows what I would normally look like. Fourth of all, back to nobody cares. Like, it's so self-conscious to step – self. It, it makes you feel self-conscious to step out of that box. But it's fun to realize that, like, this big dramatic, like, response that you think people are having, like, internally or, like – or like making a note of like, oh my gosh, she never wears stuff like that. Like, what's that about? Like that it's not actually happening. And mm-hmm. then it just gives you the opportunity to like try something that you might not have tried before. So that being said, what what you've picked out your Easter outfit already. What are you going with? So the for here's the other thing. So the formula is a solid color top, mm-hmm. white bottoms, neutral loafers, and then a denim jacket. And then there's like some coordinating accessories that if you want the thing is is that so that's that's this outfit okay she's showing me her laminated bound book and i'm upset like i just i love this so much i love it so much okay i see that looks very cute that's very cute so that's very springy yeah you could easily make this work for summer do white bottoms maybe not pants Solid color top, no problem. Maybe a chambray shirt instead of a denim jacket so it's lighter. Right. And then neutral sandals or for, something. You can make that work for fall. You could do for it fall. for winter. Yeah. You can make that work for I winter. I believe in white jeans year round, but I can see you putting that with like a boot and like a warmer jacket and calling it a day. Mm-hmm. Cute. And so I think that's a whole other thing of like opening the door to – Okay, here, here again. Here's the formula. It doesn't here's have to the be this exact formula, piece, exactly. But like, here's the ingredients to make it work. Yes. Um, yes. And then too, wow. like I, I, like the financial services industry is still very conservative as far as like dress, which like there's some ways that that's <laughs> it's very conservative. There's some ways that that's good, and some ways that it just makes rich people richer. But it's also like I want the person managing my money to look very professional. I want their staff to look very professional. And so one of the things that I like is that there's suggestions for how to dress things up and dress things down. And more often than not, I'm needing to dress them up because I need to look. So you don't have to be like buying more and more stuff. (laughs) Yeah. No, I get it. I used to work in hotels and it was the same thing. Like you, It was like very professional, like – trousers and fitted Mm -hmm. blazers and like really nice jewelry and nice you know people 
whether we like it or not, in these kinds of industries, look at you and immediately sort of size you up based on how you're presenting. And so like the more professional you look, and I'm saying this as like somebody who wears sweatpants and matching sweatshirts all the time, but my job doesn't involve needing to be professional in front of other people. Like it does affect your business, but it's also helpful in that way that like wearing a school uniform is helpful. It's like, you Mm -hmm. don't have to like think about it too much. Like I remember when I worked in hotels, I had like a rotating sort of like three outfits, like three different blazers, three different pairs of pants, like maybe a skirt here and there. And then like five different, like and Taylor Loft sort of shells. Yep. And it's like, you just don't have to think about it that hard. And what was actually harder was like, what if I need to, what if I want to go do something after work that at 23 is not, at 23 years old is not like <laughs> Ann Taylor <laughs> poly silk shell appropriate. And there were plenty of times where I would like run across the streets, like the H&M and like buy some crappy outfit because something came up for after work and I just like didn't have time to go back to my apartment and change. Like all of this would have come in so handy, I think in my early twenties too. Um, especially in a work environment where you're dressing so differently than you would like socially. Just, yeah. So how has it helped you with, with work outfits? Like what, what are the things from your casual day-to-day home and social life that you've been able to say like, okay, this actually works for my job too. Can you repeat that slash like, what do yes. you mean by so, that? So like, um, like, did you have anything in your, out, in your closet where you're like, oh, I can't, I can't wear that to work. Like, how would I wear that to work? That now you're like, oh, I can wear that to work. I just have to like do it a certain way. Is there something in your, in your, out, uh, in your closet that you're like, I'm comfortable wearing this to work and I'm, I would be comfortable wearing this out to like hang out with my friends on the weekend and it would look normal in both situations. Oh, most definitely. I think like any of the more quality black, like truly like blouses as opposed to like shirts. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, okay, I know how I would dress this up. Just wear dress slacks or I know how, um, but to like, you know, wear it with like some funky pants and like a fun, like bright colored purse. And like all of a sudden you're like, ready for the town on Friday night. Um, I love to be ready for the town. But (laughs) personally, I, I, Allie, I think this is a great recommendation. I'm happy you didn't try to talk yourself out of talking about this. I'm excited that you went to Office Max and got that laminated and bound. I am excited about that too, actually. That's a really great, I mean, like, look, I'm, I'm all for more school supplies. Oh my God. A laminator, like, Things that were laminated, oh, the best. This, I'm looking at their Instagram right now. It's genius. And I really, like, one of my spring cleaning tasks is, like, we are going think, through my collection of sweatshirts and figuring this out. I think that's the other thing is that, like, I'm just so much less overwhelmed with, like, oh, I have a closet of clothes and, like, nothing to wear versus, like, Mm -hmm. I have, like, a closet. I mean, I still have a lot of clothes, but I have, like, But you're utilizing all of them. You're wearing all of them. That I, like, I I joke about this, but I'm, like, well, I wear the same, like, five outfits every 
day and it's like, okay, well, I can wear the elements from those five outfits and make like 30 outfits. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know, if I wore the same thing to work every day, obviously someone's going to notice. <laughs> but if I mix and match them in a way, like you wouldn't right. know, which means doing less laundry too, which is like the other Never heard of that. makes yeah. the rest of my life much yeah. better. <laughs> I love that idea. I, I, oh wow. Yeah. That's really selling me. I, this is, this is really genius. It makes me want to reach out to them and see if they'll come on the show too, because I really want to like, I think this is so great. I think you're going to, I think listeners are going to be like so excited about this. It's just so, it's so, it makes a ton of sense. Like I'm even looking at this layering for winter Instagram post that they did a while ago that matches like a midi skirt with a white sweater and a, a camel wool coat. And like knee socks and boots and gloves. And like I can actually just see myself understanding that. Whereas like if I saw the actual outfit on a body, my mind would like flatline and I wouldn't be able to like get from point A to point B. But if you like tell me, you know what I mean? Like this actually really yeah. does solve a problem. I love it. Genius. Great recommendation. Oh my gosh, I can't even believe we've been talking for an hour. Uh, yeah. this is so, okay. So this is, um, at, uh, outfit formulas official at, on Instagram. Um, you can get to their website from there and obviously figure out what program works for you. Allie will tell us more and I'll post it on Instagram when this episode comes out. Allie, I know you wanted to plug a few things, including a podcast that you're starting. Tell us your elevator pitch for the Sunroom podcast. So the Sunroom is all about think about like literally being in like a Sunroom library, your best friend, you're having a cup of coffee or a cup of tea and just chatting about the things that matter with plenty of nuance and grace. Okay. Um, I've recorded like two episodes, still working on editing them, have no idea when it's going to get published or launched. Nice. But um, it started from like this hole in my heart that was left by the nuanced life um, mm -hmm. to their more well-known um, podcast. The same co-host is Pantsy Politics. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think a lot of people in the G Thanks community know or would love to know. Yes. Them. Um, Allie, do you know, do you have an idea of when you want to launch the podcast? Will you keep us posted? Yeah. Okay, please do. And um, I did not know this about you, but you also read tarot cards. Yeah. So my grandmother started studying astrology, tarot, numerology in the late 1960s. And she went on to be one of the most sought after and famous astrologists in the <gasps> world. And that's not just me what? saying that. Like she was the president of like the International Astrological Society. I forget what the actual organization is. She has written books. She was on Oprah in the very, very early days of the show when it was only <gasps> in like the Chicagoland area. In really. the Chicago area. Uh-huh. Um, because she's Shut in Milwaukee, up. so, and so I've just grown up around it. My mom, um, again, like, like she's one of the best 
<laughs> ever. Not that she has the same like reach or like fame base that my grandma did with astrology, but like it's just always been a part of my life. Um, this is great. I love so that. It like right at the like, end of our episode, you're like, oh yeah, by yeah. the way, uh, I come from a long line of famous astrologers. Yeah, I'm a third generation witch. Like it's great. <laughs> That's so cool. Oh my um, gosh. Yeah, we'll, ha- well, I'll have to give you a reading sometime. I, I, I mean, I would freaking love that. And I, I can't wait to tell people. About so, okay. So you, and you, so you started uh, Lake Country. Lake Country Tarot uh, last Lake spring, Country Tarot. Um, okay. Which was actually like so wonderful because um, like my mom and grandma were just like so excited and like, oh my gosh, like you have a website or like, I don't know, even though I like made it on Square, but anyways, um, oh, cool. Well, where do you think so websites just, like, come from? Really we all make our websites. To, like, share with them, especially. Allie, we all like, make our websites on Squarespace. Like, yeah. don't, it's like <laughs> literally. Like, I don't know. I don't know any other way to make a website. I don't know how else that, to do it. <laughs> and this was this before your grandmother passed away. It was. Wow, that's yeah, so. So she cool. got to like be all excited about it. Um, with me and then yeah so it's always been like it's always been a part of my life and so to then like have it be my party trick and I'm like I should get paid for this <laughs> I'm I'm literally signing up right now I'm booking for April 1st at 10 a.m hope you're available um uh filling out all my form this is so cool did you uh do, like Oh, wow. This is like a whole other episode. I mean, I have like yeah, so many really questions. Is, like, <laughs> this is so cool. Um, how, When did you know, like when you were younger, like did your grandma and mother like take you under their wing? Like were, did you express an interest in it yourself first? Did you feel like, I mean, I love astrology. I love tarot. I, I <clears throat> love readings I have a whole book that's like my whole my birthday and the time I was born and it's like this whole thing mm-hmm. I can't get enough like did you know that you were into it or were you just like oh it's the family business um so a little bit of both and then I had like uh I've been on an interesting faith journey and so there was a period of time that I was like not into it okay. um but is the kind of thing that like at most family functions would be like, oh, can like grandma do our chart or like can someone do our cards or whatever. And my mom, for the longest time, she said, Ellie, I'll teach you how to read tarot cards when you turn 12. I'll teach you when you turn 12. Well, I didn't (laughs) learn for a long time after I turned 12. Let me tell you. (laughs) um, But it was just one of those things that I'm like, I'm just gonna go for it. And like, in a way, like I always had to ask for for permission but sure. it was like actually no, like this is truly like blood. part of our family and like part of our like the community of our family and part of like who I am as a person. And so I'm gonna take this and like go with it and kind of teach myself, but also to an extent, like you just have to be comfortable with being intuitive and going for it. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of how that started. 
Well, I feel like we're going to have to do an update episode now, or maybe we should record my reading as an episode and other people can hear it. I'm comfortable with that. I don't care. I have no, I have like no secrets in the, in the, there's very little in my closet to, uh, pull out. And if there's anything crazy, you find we, the, the power of editing, but I just booked a session. No way. Do you want, should we? Re- yeah. It's for, I wasn't kidding. April 1st, 10 AM. Um, <laughs> uh, do, should we record it and like, and like, and maybe put it on the Patreon? Oh yeah. Yeah. We okay. Should do that. I feel yes. like that's a really good idea. Oh my gosh. How fun. I, I love this. I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, wow. I can't wait. This is like the best. Uh, do you, how do I pick cards for a virtual? Like, do you just kind of lay them so out? And, like, if we were the in camera person, out? I would right, hand you, you the touch- cards yeah. and I would yeah. say like shuffle until like shuffle, shuffle with your heart, measure with your heart. Typically what I do over virtual is I shuffle, but I still tell you like, measure with your heart when you feel like you've gotten your energy in the cards through to me. And then I'll usually ask you some question that helps me know like how to cut the deck. Okay. And then go from there. But I've done, um, it was weird because there was like a real upswing of stuff. And then because of my grandmother's passing, it was like too close for me to go near. I understand. And so – um, but it is so crazy how even over the internet and over Zoom, people are like, that is so spot on. Or how did you like, how did you get that? Because we're thousands of miles away and I'm not even like physically touching it, which I do think is a big part of like yeah. your energy being yeah. there. Um, but it still is like super spot on. Allie, I got to tell you, you are living in the wrong place. You would be the richest <laughs> witch in Los Angeles because people in LA die for this stuff, like die for it. And I cannot wait. I did I a few I of d- these. I just in- want to walk up to people and be like, oh my gosh. Yeah, you should go. Th- you, you, I don't know <laughs> if you've ever heard that story from Jackie Johnson when yes. we were doing this one episode. Yeah. Okay. Like, be, like people come up in the Whole Foods all the time and want to give me readings. I'm like, that's never happened to me. I'm not giving off that energy, but Jackie definitely is. Wow. This is so exciting. So you guys, even though our episode today is coming to an end, if you're on the Patreon, um, which I know a lot of you are, um, Allie will be back. We will record um, the late country tarot reading of moi, Caroline. Uh, I cannot wait. Um, tell me now, uh, how I need to just come with an open, I need to just come open, right? Come open, come. Um, so, okay. The main thing, and this was written, you know, this Mm -hmm. is famously at the Oracle of Delphi inscribed Mm -hmm. there, know thyself. So if you come and you, want an answer about something and you're uncertain or you're like, oh, do I really want to trudge into this? Um, no, no, you're like, because the car, they, you will get an answer. And sometimes I think we forget that like, actually, I didn't want to know that. <laughs> um, okay. No, wait, that sounds so scary and terrible. Never mind. <laughs> 
<laughs> don't include that. <laughs> I know. I know. I love that. That's real. I no one has ever said that to me, but that makes sense. Like, if you, or I've like, had, I'm, I'm not going to get too get into it. this because I want to respect people's boundaries and privacy and confidence. But like, people who are talking about like they're trying to conceive or like something is happening, it's like okay, so let's take a step back. Like, here's a brief like that I'll tell you. Like, it's it's hopeful, but it's not uplifting. So know okay. thyself. Do you want me to continue? Or okay, so that's kind of the. I understand energy that I want you to have, but really just be open, be excited. If there's, um, I'm a little bit trained in trained, knowledgeable (laughs) about numerology, less so on the astrology, just because there are outside of kind of the basics, because there's so, so much, um, Okay. Because there's so wow. many planets, there's so many things like they're they're moving and conjuncting and trying, and I'm like, I this is above me. <laughs> I'm ready. Like I can't try and wait. Learn and memorize, but okay, this is going to be very fun. Um, I'm so excited. I'm <laughs> really looking forward to it. I loved having you on the show. It was so wonderful to talk to you. Um. I knew you would be a great guest. I knew a listener episode would be excellent. But I feel like in the 11th hour, you pulling out that you come from a long line of famous astrologers was really just exceeded my expectations beyond (laughs) belief. Um, But also the outfit formulas is genius. And I actually think this is going to be a home run hit with so many listeners because I think now more than ever, we are all getting dressed again. Um, because we're yes. all going places again. And I think now more than ever, our all of our bodies have changed. I am not the same size I was two years ago. I'll, I haven't, I'm not the same. The style I have isn't the same as I had two years ago because my style is like fully comfort. Um, but I'm ready to like, you know, I'm not going to wear sweatpants for the rest of my life. So I have to figure out what it is I want to wear and how I'm going to wear it. And I'm very excited to dig into the outfit formulas. I didn't even know it existed. And I'm so happy you brought it. And I'm buying that towel because I can't wait to see (laughs) what the deal is with that texture. Allie, wow, a robust episode full of lots of things. But I will see you next week at um, our tarot reading on the Patreon. And I am really, really looking forward to it. And uh, I, I can't wait. I'm like so excited. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun and great. This was wonderful, you guys. Of course, I'm going to link to everything in the show notes. If you want to hear what happens uh, in this tarot reading, I as I'm talking, I don't know if it's really personal. I might not put it anywhere, but I will. I'll do my best to to uh, be open ab- about potentially sharing it with the Patreon. So, if that's of interest to you, definitely join the Patreon. It's really fun. If you like talking about Jessica Simpson and Jessica Simpson's ex-husband, you know who he is. Uh, the Patreon's the place for you. Um, Allie, wonderful job. I can't wait to listen to your podcast. Please let us know when you decide to launch it. And uh, I will see you next week for our reading. Sounds good. <laughs> You just listened to another episode of Do Things Just Bought It, edited and mixed by Veronica Gruba and produced and hosted by me, Caroline Moss. 
In between episodes, you can always head to the GThanks Instagram at GThanksJustBoughtItPod and the GThanks Facebook group to get and give life-changing recommendations of your own. Subscribe to our weekly sale and discount emails at gthanks.substack.com. It's free. And you can reach me at caroline at gthanksjustboughtit.com or leave me a message at 424-245-0736 with a product recommendation and you may be featured on an upcoming episode. GThanks is powered by subscribers like you. To keep all of our GThanks content free and accessible to all, consider making a monthly donation of $2 to keep us going at patreon.com slash GThanks and friends.